Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana, and we have a lot to cover. But first, Sammy, you're gone next week, right? Where are you, where are you going? I am out. We are going to Israel. We're going to Tel Aviv, and then we're going to visit Avi's family in Jerusalem, and then we're going to spend a few nights in the desert. So really excited. What do you mean? fun. What are you going to do? Like the tents? <laughs> no, no, very much not the tents. Like you're just, just <laughs> you no, know, it's just like, you know, a hotel in the desert. But oh. Oh, we're, okay. we're not like going to wander, but I am sorry if I made it sound that way. <laughs> I thought you were doing some like adventure stuff, like camels no. or something. No, we were going to maybe do like a day trip to Jordan, but then we, the, sh- the trip is too short to, to make that work. But yeah, we're going. Great. Are you going to go to the wall? Probably, yeah. I mean, it's like you're right there. Well, of course, I'm gonna go. Why, Why not, not? Go to the wall? Why not? Yeah, right. Anything? What were Got you saying? A- um, you, when you guys, because I didn't, we didn't do. Sam, did you go on birthright? Yeah, no, right. Yeah, I did. you did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Did you got you slept in tents, like, like actual like small tents, right? Like on they a were sleeping actually, like, huge it tents. Like, it was like one like. big. Tent. You did the Bedouin tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one big ass tent. <laughs> you we did didn't do the bow intense. We did like small tents in like a random camp in the desert. And I was so, I was paired up with this girl that like I didn't really even know. And I slept on this like very thin pad. And I was so terrified that I was the only one who drank like a bottle of wine. <laughs> and, and then I had to Anyone go to the else? bathroom. No. <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom. And like there was no like porter potty situation. So I was just like, well, I guess I'm drunk. So like I ran to like this dune, <laughs> not a dune, whatever, this like area where no one can see you. <laughs> I'm just like, what if you have to go number two? That's what I'm talking about. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't actually like remember. And so I just went and I was like, wow, <laughs> now oh I can God. sleep. <laughs> and no one knew. <laughs> and it was in the dark. I was like, I could get like killed by like a fucking it was a coyote. Scary area. Yeah, I remember that. Like yeah. being like kind of in the middle of nowhere. It was in the middle of nowhere and I was just like sitting in the desert. <laughs> Do you remember the bathroom situation in the big tent? I don't like really I remember think there was what. a porta potty kind of thing. I didn't have one. I think there was because it was wild. a huge, it was like one, I also went on one with like one big tent. Yeah, it was like everyone in the tent, everyone sleeps in, in kind of like a circle, which I, I agree feels a little bit safer than um being individual tents, of, like tent roommates. I feel like maybe there was like a story and a bonfire. I don't know. I might be making that up. There was. There's a bonfire. There was definitely a bonfire with pitas being made on the bonfire. I don't even remember I was drunk. (laughs) 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 The only one. That was a fun trip. Yeah. It's just funny. Like I went right after college, so I didn't appreciate that. It's just like 10 day free trip where you just kind of like have fun have to sit through them trying to get you to move there but yeah yeah besides <laughs> right. that though it's just like if you ignore that part and marry yes. a soldier like today <laughs> which worked out for all of us <laughs> yeah so that was fun anyway so Sammy, you're not gonna do that what i did in the desert <laughs> i feel like avi would be down avi would be down. rusty was just telling me he went when he was younger he went on a trip like a survivalist 30-day trip <laughs> like much younger in high school um one of his high school friends and did he like it he says it was very memorable um they had to like figure out how to like make a tent and like mosquito net and all this stuff alone reminds me of the office episode of like survivor man that's exactly what i was thinking (laughs) imagining it he's there for like two hours but now he has like these skills he's like we had to live on like powdered foods and whatever i was like that's crazy i could sort of see you guys turning into survivalists like me at a bunker Yeah. If you had a bunk, like just in like a just in case bunker with like canned foods and stuff. That's totally if if the end of the world is near, I would go to Aileen's. I feel like she would be prepared more than many others. I feel unprepared. 
Do you have a go bag? No. We have a go bag. Like a oh. like a few supplies. Oh, I don't even know where like a flashlight is. Do you know where, where, where are you going to go? It's not Elaine's. really like a go I'm coming bag. over. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you got enough for four. For five. <laughs> I don't know for if six I have enough for the dogs, for really. <laughs> No more dogs. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, the only things that are really I that I'm aware are in it are like a battery that is solar powered so you could charge your phone, like an external battery that you could use to charge stuff if the power's out, and then a straw that filters dirty water into drinkable water. Oh, that's cool. Those are those are the things we have and maybe there's some other stuff like a first aid kit, but like we have that just for like having anyway. But Cash. yeah, those are the things. Um, I don't know if there's, I, th- I assume. <laughs> Under the mattress? Bobby probably doesn't want to tell me. He's yeah, like, no, he's you, like, she's going to use it. <laughs> you can't, yeah, you also shouldn't like announce that you have cash. In your no, I, I'm not, an, I don't. On a I podcast. Don't think we do. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think we do. But honestly, like, yeah, Avi used to be more like down for roughing it. And he would have been like full camp back in the day. But now I think he's more. You've changed him? I think I've changed him a little. Like his expect, his, his expectations have, have raised. Is he now in the Finer Things Club? <laughs> not, no, he's not in the Finer Things Club at all. But he is, um, he can appreciate it, you know. Okay. Aileen, do you have a bunker? I don't have a bunker, no. I'd like one. Yeah. I'll bring him the straw. I can't rough it. I'm not a rough for, I actually went hiking this morning, but I did. This um, yeah, but I, this one time I had a panic attack. I started getting claustrophobic. I thought all the roots that were coming out of the ground were snakes, and I just like sort of lost my mind. Were you high? Was, no, I was Drunk. very sober. I was Shitting in the scared. desert. I was scared. I was scared out of my mind. But um, maybe I won't come over. If there's, <laughs> yeah. if there's an apocalypse. I don't think our energies would mesh in an apocalypse. <laughs> I don't think so either. I, I want to be with Rusty when we, if we're surviving. That, not me. You don't want to be with me. You want to be with Rusty. That's fair. We'll take. Abby it. and I were actually talking. we ha- we were like having dinner with our friends a few weeks ago. We were talking about like the apocalypse. What would you do? And our friends were saying like, well, we it would just be better to just go in the initial blast rather than like struggle to survive and then probably just die shortly after. Um, I feel that. And I thought that was an interesting point. So, oh, I think about that all the time. <laughs> just another, yeah. Well, do you remember at option. the end of a Don't Look Up, at the end where they all died, Aileen and I, I feel like, Sammy, you were out that week and we were discussing it. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, and it's so sad at the end. I'm like, why is it so sad? Everyone's dead. There's no one to I be sad I remember that for. conversation. I don't remember if I was part of it, though. <laughs> you weren't, I think you were out that day. I don't remember what I said. I thought it was really sad. It was. It wasn't sad because they were all dying. Well, let's not talk about this. <laughs> anyway, I kind of agree. I would go in the initial blast. I just don't have the energy. <laughs> I, right? Like, I wouldn't just even too be burned able out to survive. To survive. <laughs> even the emotional toll it would take would just be too great. Even if you had, like, all the means to survive, you lose You also don't know what you're trying to survive. Amazing to survive for. Right. How do we know. get into um, this? How do we get here? <laughs> um, the desert. <laughs> Okay, so if there's an apocalypse, I guess we're all going our separate ways, and hopefully we can podcast from remotely from wherever we wind up. <laughs> Get your solar no. battery, and and things might be okay. I would be so unprepared. I don't know. Yeah, you would. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> don't come here. I don't have any supplies. <laughs> you guys would just like have candy and like just, salmon. <laughs> just refreshing Facebook, looking for looking for news articles. <laughs> Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. 
fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Let's talk about what's new in the celebrity news. What's going on? Can we talk about this this uh, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie thing? Because it, it is quite a feisty story. I know. It's very wild. Who wants to give the details? Okay. So Angelina Jolie has been revealed as the plaintiff in the FBI lawsuit against Brad Pitt. The lawsuit is from 2016 following the airplane assault incident, which is right before she filed for divorce. The new report says that subjects of the lawsuit in which the plaintiff alleges being assaulted by her then-husband on a private plane were, in fact, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. According to the report, several years ago, Jolie told an FBI agent that Pitt <laughs> physically and verbally assaulted her and their children when they were aboard the plane, and Variety says that, per the agent's notes at that time, Pitt allegedly took Jolie to the back of the plane, grabbed her shoulders, and shouted things like, you're fucking up this family. Jolie alleged that on the same flight, another physical altercation occurred, which caused her to sustain injuries, including on her elbow. She also said that Pitt was drinking at the time and had poured beer on her. And another, also other things I read in a different, I think I read it on a People article, are that there was like 25, she's also said there's like $25,000 in damage to the plane. A lot of it was like wine stains and he like, and damaged the plane by like punching the roof of it or something. Oh, Wow. It's crazy. This is like, the, it's funny because like, I feel like at the time this came out, it was like not that big of a news story. But then you see something like the elevator story and you're like the, like the Beyonce Solange Knowles elevator story. And like, that was like the biggest, it was all anyone could talk about. I think because there was footage. Yeah. I guess. And it was at the Met Gala. Brad Pitt like says that he didn't, he denies fully, fully, fully that he had hit his kid. He does say that like he had his hands on their kid but only because the kid was like in the way and he was trying to like move them or something like that like he didn't like hit their face i don't remember which kid it was and also brad pitt sober since this too so like i'm sure a lot has to do with the alcohol and all of that stuff but so like what do you guys think about this i just think it's so crazy that they had this like insane plane like private plane ride from france to, I think it was New York. So it's a long flight. And it just, it makes me think about like all the background stuff that must have been happening to lead up to this like breaking point moment of this huge fight on the plane in front of their kids. Like for such a long flight, it's also such a long flight to be like trapped with people that you are fighting with in potentially physical altercation. Like this must have been a really like a plane ride from hell. I really wish that, you know, I don't know, we had even more details on it. What was happening leading up to this plane ride that it got to this point where like this was all happening? He must have been drinking. <laughs> you know, when they made that movie, like it's something with the, by the sea, just by the sea is what it's called. Okay. Nothing yeah, by they, the sea. Okay. Just by the sea. That was the name of a movie. It, what year was it? That was actually um, 2015. So, and that like didn't really do well, but- Anyway, irrelevant to this. Um, Maybe that's why he's mad. It didn't do well. I feel like it probably was deeper yeah, than that. For sure. Anytime I hear this kind of stuff, like, and the fact that, like, it gets to this point, like, you think back to, like, the beginning of, like, I, I recently watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith because that's, like, kind of where they met, allegedly. And it's just, like, that right after they have, like, this romance and he leaves his wife, John Ann, and for this woman and they like have like are so hopeful and then like you know how it ends and it's like that part is so fucking sad and like there's like a public divorce you would never think that these two would have that right like I feel like it's actually not as public of a divorce as you would imagine this divorce to be like I feel like there are besides this plane ride I haven't heard really almost any details I feel like they were they did a pretty good job of making this almost as small of an incident as it could have been besides the fact that she actually did press charges and they are having like legal battles that go on and in, in like that there's sometimes like there's just some news that comes out about it like recently i think one of them won a piece of their legal battles like for what they're trying to fight for whether it's custody or whatever it isn't like so clean and quiet 
Maybe we just don't hear about it that often. Yeah. It's not like front page. Like I haven't been bombarded with articles about their divorce. I think it's pretty clean and quiet considering that there's like a federal agents involved in this. Like, And they're not, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Yeah. Like, you think of a, and this, like it should be the most high profile divorce. This was like six years ago also. Yeah. I don't. I, and we're just finding just out sad. now. I think it's pretty. I think it's like they did keep this pretty well under wraps. But I remember at the time there were a lot of rumors that he was like drinking and smoking and he like his sobriety was general or lack of sobriety was like leading to him having issues and altercations. So it kind of makes sense that maybe this was like the big blow up moment where she like this is it after being trapped on a plane for like eight hours. Well, he's out with a, move, a new movie like Bullet Train and he's now since sober and I don't know what his relationship with his like with his kids, but I saw something <laughs> that says that Brad Pitt was seen and rumored to be dating M. Rada. Is really? a legend? Mm-hmm. I don't like that for him. I don't eat, yeah. I don't like that much either. I don't. Why? Because she's just kind of like a younger, she's like sort of like a, an Angelina of now. I wouldn't call her the Angelina of now. Yeah, because Emrata doesn't have like the acting chops that Ed Angelina had early in her career. Not that good of an actress. She was really good in Girl Interrupted. Angelina, yeah. That was the only place. I mean, that's that a, really a really in- good, great movie. Good role. Yeah. Also, I think Angelina Jolie is just a much more interesting person. A lot more like mystery there. I think that's also only because because, because of the time. Yeah, the time. Like there was no social media then. Like she's a different type of celebrity, like of a different era. I think it's a bad idea because Emrata just got divorced and clearly he's also still dealing with some issues and she's much younger and she's, it's again, like another person who is very, like a lot of baggage comes or not even, I don't want to say baggage, but just like a lot comes with their name. Baggage, like what? I think I, what I, I mean is like she's I don't like really a sex mean symbol. Baggage, like that's what I mean. Like there's a strong associations with her already that are very particular, and she has a very young kid. I just don't see yeah. like Brad really stepping in there. I don't know. I just don't. I, I don't really like he see needs that. Someone a little older, closer to his age. I agree. How old is Angelina Jolie? Got to be forty-five. Um, she's forty-seven. Yeah, someone in the 47-ish range. He's her third marriage. Or even just marriage. in the 40s. I think someone just in their 40s. Yeah, guess how old Brad is? 50. 52? 58. Oh, wow. Oh, I He's a lot older than her. 60? Yeah. How old is Jennifer Aniston? She's 50-something. Yeah, she's well, definitely 50. I'm looking I remember up, like Emrata is 31. 31? She's younger she's than younger us? She's younger than us. Man, oh, I knew that. God, ew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and who are we looking up? Jennifer Aniston. 53. Okay, so she okay. and Brad made sense. I think Brad needs someone in their 40s at least. Yeah, like someone of a like J-Lo-esque level. Yeah, like J-Lo, J-Lo would be, if you weren't busy, you know, she'd be a yes. good, I think she'd be a good match, maybe. Well, I feel like Ben Affleck no, and Brad have a, a similar match. It's a terrible why. match. Why? He's sober, why? just like Ben Affleck. Then they should date. <laughs> ben and Brad. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why is Jennifer Aniston a good match for Brad Pitt? Like I she's see that sober. Zero she doesn't they're drink. They're both huge. They're both huge so? stars. They're age appropriate. Zero percent. I don't think, that, I don't think that, that Brad Pitt and Ben Affleck are like that far off from each other. As that's why I think Ben and Jen are weird. But but it's happening. They're having their third wedding or three day wedding. Oh yeah, this wedding. weekend. We weren't invited for anyone who was wondering who's <laughs> yeah. listening at home. We won't be um, there. You won't yeah, be able to follow on our stories. A little bit of a snub, but it's okay. <laughs> we, we, we were just cut. We were on the B list. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Rehearsal dinner. What details do we know about the wedding? It's three-day intimate celebration for family and friends. It's going to kick off with a rehearsal dinner on Friday. Um, the actual ceremony will take place on Saturday. How exciting. <laughs> um, she's expected to wear a custom couture Ralph Lauren dress. And it's going to be covered on Vogue. I'm over them. Can they get married and then go away? I'm like starting to get Benefer fatigue. Yeah, they need to go into like a little bit of a valley and then they need to come out with something exciting. Maybe he's directing her in a new movie. But I need to see like nothing for a month or two. I'm just, I'm seeing all these pictures of like the kids and the stepkids and I feel like they're stepping out to be seen and it's starting to irritate me. They have, it's been happening. Remember that was what bothered me about their 
stupid honeymoon, whatever. That was so fake. Yeah. Well, at this point, I feel like it's dragged on for a bit too long. I'm ready. I'm moving on. Wait, guys, we didn't do our ick meter for the divorce, the Brangy plain divorce. What did we, what was our last rating? I have to think of it. We said the last thing that we were talking about oh, was- Oh, the K-Fed. K-Fed and Britney Spears. What did we and give we it? said 10 was like the ickiest of icks of all icks. And <laughs> I think we gave it like a seven because it was like a conservatorship. Yeah. I'd give this like a six, a five, maybe a five. Wh- which thing are you giving? What are you assigning? The story or just just um, the fact that like the situation is in the press and like it's re- revealed Brad's alleged it's behavior them, on the plane out and Brad, you know that he's and, and, and the children are involved and there's child abuse. If he really did this, it's if like really spilling beer on her and screaming at her like on a plane in front of their kids. I would say that I would I don't think it's a nine if he's like ver- physically and verbally assaulting her in front of their children on a plane. Ride yeah. in Paris. I kind of give that a nine. That's like physical abuse in front of the kids. Nine is very high. Nine is like R. Kelly. R. Kelly's 10. Fine. R. Kelly's 10. But like, I don't think this is right below that. The thing, I don't though, think this is right the thing though is I don't think, I think that the Britney Spears thing, the fact that like the kids are filming it, then the dad is posting it. Like that to me is ickier than the fact that like this is being done through like legal channels. I'm talking about the situation itself, not like the legal thing. I'm talking about like if he actually. I think that's part of the situation. I, I mean. It's not like they're fighting in the media. They're not fighting. To me, right. like that's less icky. No, I know. I think that makes the whole situation less icky. The, like the way it's been handled is less icky. But the image to me of him like doing this on the plane, if that situation is true, that to me is like a nine. Like that fight is a nine. Yeah. Think about it from the perspective of the children. Brad Pitt is, I just feel like he has a really good reputation. So it's especially icky to hear it about him because I feel like you, will, you think people think of him favorably, generally speaking. Even despite the fact that he left Jen Ann for, for Angelina. I'll never I wonder what's yeah. happened with Jen Ann and Brad since their photo at the Oscars. I don't know, but Jen Ann just posted that she's on vacation with Jason Bateman and his wife. It was really. Three of them? I don't know. I don't know who the fourth is. I like Jason Bateman. I love Jason Bateman. Anyway. Jen Madison? <gasps> Jen. Yeah. Her private equity boyfriend. <laughs> Who's Jen's man? We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase that's b-e-i-s travel.com slash betches this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. we all carry around different stressors big and small when we keep them bottled up it can start to affect us negatively think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Okay, so back to Ben Lowe, um, Baffleck, Jaffleck. So yeah, they're getting married. Whatever. Next. Okay. Can we talk about homeless, not toothless? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying last night. I was crying last night when Kathy goes, I've worked with the homeless. I've worked with the toothless. <laughs> I didn't actually watch last night. I didn't watch the one from, from no, two no, weeks no, no, ago. No, no, no. Last night it got even more crazy. Kathy was, was going on about it, making fun of it to every, And then she was going a little more crazy. She was like, homeless, toothless, homeless, toothless, homeless, toothless. She was just like going on about it to like whispering it in Garcelle's ear. She was literally, it was really bizarre. I'm excited to watch that. I think it is a very weird name for a they they call it out. Like, the name. name's not yeah. great. <laughs> Why do they change it? Is, it? <laughs> like it's an amazing. Word. Also, like I also just don't know if like that's the first thing that I would would make the biggest impact for the homeless community. Maybe in certain circumstances, I guess so I don't know. Dental, like de- high, like you, it really affects your health. Like you could really right. You, you need access but to. Do they need, like he's like we're giving them a whole new smile. Like do they? I don't know. That affects their like opportunity for jobs i, I actually guess. think dental work for people who are homeless is a great cause the name really undermines and the fact that they're throwing like a dinner that's more expensive than a set of veneers <laughs> to raise money for one set of veneers <laughs> like <laughs> yeah there's so everything around it is right. so wrong but the idea i actually think teeth dental work is actually huge because like you just said it, it really affects your teeth if your teeth are not healthy it affects your other health. And then also it really is about like presentation. I think it is kind of impossible for people to get a job or like hold a job if they don't have. Okay. That yeah. makes yeah. sense. So the right. cause, I stand corrected. good cause, but everything else about it. Good cause, bad name. No, but I mean like <laughs> that whole dinner was insane, insanely ridiculous. Mauricio was like Melissa cuddling Etheridge? with PK. <laughs> Melissa Etheridge comes up. What does PK she charge for an appearance? The, she's, she's, she's singing. And these, she's singing a song about come through my window. Meanwhile, Dorit was just robbed in that house. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's a great and then, point. And then, and then PK gets up instead of doing a speech about the charity. He's talking about Melissa's, like how hard it was to get <laughs> Melissa to come. <laughs> And how many Emmy's grandma's Emmy's patting what? himself on the back for Literally getting her. Just yeah. patting him on the back. It was just Dorit's <laughs> yelling at him about the lights. <laughs> and then and then the two oh <laughs> Bravo editing when they were like kept panning to the two women from the charity and they were just Oh like, yeah. Looking. It was so and then and then the beginning of this episode, you guys should see it. They literally go, You guys can go. <laughs> literally that's what they say to them we're still filming but you guys can go yeah you guys can go yeah oh my god oh my gosh it's, i'm excited to watch that it's so oh. it makes you feel better about any time you've been like yelling at someone in public though <laughs> because of what because uh, it's just Lisa? like this seems way worse like do you know what i mean when you get into a fight with someone and you're like in a public place and you're like trying to control yourself no one's ever done that i don't know i, I mean definitely Florida. had like yeah. some some harsh words in public for sure. Sometimes my blood starts to boil in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, I guess, yeah, Lisa was going crazy. I wasn't I sure mean, this her is crying front of the was whole, real. Of anybody who wants to watch. Yeah, Lisa's crying was very, very dramatic. And she started like screaming across the room and then transforms into like crying. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit of a, like a cop out. It was a little the, bit of a soap opera move. Right. It was like, let me just shut this whole thing down in... I don't know. She, it didn't she's seem. She's been annoying me. I, I feel agree. bad that she lost her mom, but she doesn't like. She seems to use it like strategically, which I don't find yeah. to be genuine. But I don't anyway, know. I think um, this episode was kind of funny. Like nothing really happens, but I like get sick of like housewives when they just like every every other scene is just them sitting down to like have a like a forced argument. Like, okay, what can we talk about now and fight about now? And then Kyle just like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And they just like. Yeah, and it's just so, it's like, what are you even talking about? I do not care. The best parts are really like Kathy saying really bad shit in this episode. I know Kathy just is in trouble for like. When are they going to Aspen? Next. Okay. 
been we waiting for that. that. Yeah. Why? Because that's when the big fight is. Oh, with Kathy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I need to see Kyle like get into some shit. I feel like she's just like she's coasting off of everyone else's drama. I need to see her like get into it's been it. Been many years of that. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. But anyway, so toothless, not homeless. I mean, homeless, not toothless. <laughs> Great charity. <laughs> um. All right. Should we talk about Kanye? Have you guys seen his? Um. Speaking of toothless, not homeless. Have you seen his Gap? Yeah, I saw that stuff. It's very much like. I don't know. Derelict. Obvi- yeah, it's very much derelict. I feel like derelict is about Kanye West, even though it came before him. Basically, Kanye posted on Instagram writing that he looks to the homeless as the biggest inspiration for all design. And then Yeezy Gap campaign was sold in the stores out of these massive trash bags. <laughs> and it just looks like garbage because it is. Well, like they basically merchandise the stores on purpose to make you not only are the sweatshirts displayed in garbage bags, but they're not folded. You have to like dig through. That's part of the charm. And also these store associates were instructed like not to help you. Like you just have to like buy yeah, it. And it says why when it, gap? when it was being sold on display in stores and actual trash bags. Because Kanye reportedly got mad that his clothes were on hangers. <laughs> Why is Gap agreeing to this? I, I mean, we're talking about them, so I something's mean, working. Yeah, I'm think a little about bit it. intrigued. I won't lie. I'm a little bit intrigued. If I were walking by a Gap and I had nothing better to do, I would walk in and go see these trash bags. Because I just want to see what is I happening. I think the whole thing, this whole thing seems kind of icky. I don't know. I don't, like, was he, like, glamorizing homelessness? Or? Well, that's what people are criticizing him issue, for fetishizing yeah. homeless people. To me, like, if you think about it from, like, the next level up, like, is he making some sort of, like, statement about, like, fashion and how it's actually just all garbage, (laughs) which, to me, this is actually kind of smart. If he's not actual, but then he's, like, selling it. Like, it's not an art installation. You know what I mean? Right. He also is saying that he's doing it because he gets all his design inspiration from the homeless. And it's like, okay, so then maybe pay them. If that's the, you know, maybe, maybe make them not homeless or price if, it if they're your, more price it so they can afford, afford it. it. Yeah. Like <laughs> you're right. Like there's an inconsistency between the making money off of it and the inspiration. Right. It seems and, exploitative almost. Yes. It's all $300. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I didn't even know that. It's wow. almost taking someone's like very real pain or discomfort and you're now like glamorizing it and making money off of it. It's, All of it's the proceeds should go to Zoolander. homeless, not toothless, but not to the, any dinners, only to the teeth. No, but it is straight out of Zoolander. Like this is literally Zoolander. And I just don't see how it's not. Is Kim Kardashian Derek Zoolander? I guess she's not the model. Not anymore. I feel like Bella and Gigi are like Derek and what's his name? The other one, Owen Wilson. <laughs> one's blonde, <laughs> one's brunette. <laughs> I kind of see it. What was the other guy's name? What was Owen Wilson's name? Um, Hansel. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's Gigi. Um, that's such a good movie. I would watch that. Good. Orange mocha frappuccinos. Well, technically this Gap collaboration, you said like why Gap? This collaboration was done with the creative director of Balenciaga. Very interesting. And interesting like because like, Kim has been become the right. face of Balenciaga. It's just, I just do for me to wrap my head around high fashion I can't believe these crocs are 630 dollars. the balenciaga high-heeled crocs yeah, yeah like it's so you know wait, it sort of looks them. like you're wearing a golf tee upside down yeah oh you know who wore those in that play in the play that we saw potus oh yeah oh the yeah the vanessa williams was wearing them yeah yeah that was funny so, okay, so let's do a would you rather. Would you rather wear a Balenciaga dress made out of actual trash bags or wear Balenciaga's high-heeled Crocs? The high-heeled Crocs, they look very comfortable. Yeah, I'd I probably wear the high-heeled Do they look very comfortable? They look like the Crocs are comfortable and then these are just like a little heel. They look like you're going to turn your heel. But, yeah. But I need to see Who the Balenciaga trash bag dresses and where am I going? Who's buying these Crocs? I don't know. Like, um... um uh, nurses who have crocs. an event later. <laughs> <laughs> they're all the worst part about it is that actually nurses all, like, can't sold wear crocs. out. Notify me because they're like collectible. 
I think. I think it's more about like getting it for because you got it. Not I don't know where you're wearing it. I mean, the crazy thing about Kanye, if you think about it, like his Yeezys shoes that he did a collaboration with, like Adidas, Adidas, um, and those are crazy. Like people are still buying those. They have wild resale value, and those are more wearable, like infinitely more wearable I than think. than his sweatshirts. No, I mean, then his, then the, I was thinking then the Balenciaga No, forget the Crocs. Crocs. I mean, then the, like the Gap stuff. Like, I mean. He's doing, trying to do the same thing. Well, the other thing I think with sneakers, sneakers, there is like sneaker culture. Yeah. So I think maybe that became like kind of the, it was like Part an easier market to get into because people yeah. are already into collectible sneakers. Anyway, I'm not buying his fucking sweatshirt. So let me know how it is if you go. But I would really like to see one of those bags in person. Right. That's why I want to go look. Is it at every mall? Should I go at every gap? I don't know. If I walk by one, I'll let you know. Okay. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So guys, are you watching any good TV? Watching Stranger Things. I'm up, to, I'm up to the current season, though. It's so scary. <laughs> That's what I hear. It's got scarier than the previous seasons, but it's very good. I'm like now intrigued with the uh, actors who are playing all the kids who are now adults. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Good debate. Because Mike and I were debating this and we're still uh, not on the same page. And I would like to take a poll and I think it would lead to a bigger conversation. So <laughs> we were talking about, we were watching Stranger Things and he's like, oh, like, I'm like talking about Winona Ryder and he's like, what else is she in? I'm like, oh, she's in so much stuff. She's a 90s icon. And he's like, no, she's not. 
And I'm, and so then we were debating, is Winona Ryder an icon? I say yes. He says no. What do you guys think? In the 90s, 90s she was in everything, yeah. But not today. 100%. He doesn't think she's a 90s icon. Maybe because he, he's he a wouldn't boy. Watch, have watched those movies that she's in. Yeah, they. She's like in Heather's, right? Like that's that was her. Yeah, like, and it, she, it's not just nineties. I think it's like Beetlejuice, eighties, eighties, and eighties. Girl interrupted. Yeah, girl <laughs> yeah. interrupted. She, yeah, she was really big, but it's not his type of movies. What do you think defines an icon? Somebody who's in movies that are iconic. I don't think it's necessarily <laughs> about like one thing. Like it's, I don't think it's necessarily about like being the most famous. For example, like Karen Huger is iconic on Bravo, but not everyone in the world knows who like Karen Huger is or cares. But it's about like them being memorable for a particular thing. Like you could be an icon, I think, in one particular thing without being like Beyonce iconic. I also think it's like a scale, right? It's a spectrum. So it's like not all icons are as iconic. You can be an icon, but but be less of an icon than someone else. Right, like Beyonce is more iconic than Karen Huger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like true icons, like Beyonce, I would would say is like the most iconic person we have maybe on earth. A hundred on the icon scale. Icon scale. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think a hundred on the icon scale is like this person will be remembered throughout history. I don't know a hundred. Do you think she's... A hundred on the icon, like Elvis Presley is like a hundred, a uh, hundred probably because like it's hard yeah. to tell and exactly how long made about him. Yeah. their legacy will be. Like Princess Diana, I'd give her like a ninety-five. No, Princess Diana's. I don't know. I give. I want to see in like two generations if anyone actually cares. I think she is. The I amount think of movies she's and shows that are Princess- about Diana are like more than others. <laughs> I was about to actually bring up when you asked, are you watching anything? There's a brand new HBO documentary about Diana, which is literally just about our relationship to Diana. Okay, maybe she's, even maybe like, she's 100. Like there's then. nothing that crap. <laughs> she's, she's 100. I, I'm trying to watch it. I was like, this is, I don't see anything new or groundbreaking in this. If you are a Diana fan, you already know all this information. You've seen exactly. these clips. So I think she's 100. Okay. To be, Obama's to be on, 100. To be on the scale, though, you have like, what's a one? Like you're on the scale, but you're very low. Is it Karen Huger? I think it's Karen Huger. <laughs> it's like um, it's totally Karen Huger. Is it and Gunvalson? Heidi and Spencer. <laughs> okay. On the so they're iconic. They're a one on the. What about Maybe Winona Ryder? To hundred is too. I wouldn't call vast. Heidi and Spencer iconic. No, they're iconic for like no. that early. No, no. Well, what would no. you give Winona Ryder? I would call like Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach, like an iconic yeah. show. Yeah, but I wouldn't call right. Heidi and Spe- they suck. I mean, they're kind of funny. Right, now. Right. He's funny now on TikTok, but like fine. Laguna Beach, right. I would Laguna give like a five like- on the icon scale. Are we doing one out of a hundred? Yeah, one hundred is too many. That's what would you too give- many numbers? What would you give Winona Ryder? Let's do one to ten. Can we do one to ten, please? Fine. And one ten to- means a hundred, so let's give them like tens. <laughs> that the points are the each number point. How okay. iconic is Winona Ryder? I'd give her like a a fifty, like, five out of ten. Yeah, like a five. Yeah, yeah. Wait, why did we do a hundred? Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like it gives you more room for. It's too much room. <laughs> too much room. Let's yeah, do five. ten, and we'll do points if you feel like five. To five icon. I think she's a. Five. I think she's a five. There's also like people who are like famous, but like have iconic moments. Like for example, the Will, Will Smith. Will Smith. Very famous. I wouldn't say he's an icon, but right. nah, he's famous. You can't. Right. Get, that's true. Like, but that moment was like very I memorable. I would call that moment iconic. I would call Because Taylor's, it wasn't positive. Think about Taylor Armstrong's cat meme. That's an iconic meme. But Taylor <laughs> Armstrong is not iconic. Would you give her a one? I would give the meme. Is she even on the scale? Like, is she a one? She is not on the scale at all. No. I would give the meme like a three. No way. The meme. The meme. A one. I'd give it a one. I don't I'd think it it's going to last that okay, long. Yeah, no oh, okay, gives we're a thinking shit. lasting. Okay, fine. The meme can be have I, a one. It's not even iconic. It's what just you, a viral that's meme. That's a very, very, very <laughs> There's nothing meme. iconic about what, what would you give Al Gore? <laughs> Al Gore? Al Gore. inventor like, of the internet. Like, like a 1.3. <laughs> Thomas Edison. <laughs> what an icon. <laughs> I don't think you could... He's his, he has staying power, historical. He's on the bill. He's on. A, if you're on the bill, I feel oh. like you at least get an A. An eight. 
Is he on the bill? Which bill? Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin's on a bill. Sorry. Benjamin Franklin. Thomas Edison was the inventor guy. Franklin's like a nine. I think. Hamilton, because he has the play, is a nine. Yeah, he wasn't iconic before the play. Yeah, before that, way less than. Okay, but once you have a play and the tickets were $5,000 a piece, you're iconic. Picasso, iconic. Total ten. nine. I can't. Ten. 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 Banksy. We have to see. Four. We have to Five. see. I think I think we have to see. Picasso, like if you he's like the name that people like you say, think of an artist, you think of Picasso. Like you so don't you think, think of anybody else. Van Gogh. Okay. So who's a four? You just said? She said Banksy. Banksy. So you're numbers. saying your Banksy is below Winona Ryder. Maybe Winona Ryder <laughs> yeah. is not. Yeah. It, Winona's been around for way longer. Yeah, but that's just only a matter of like when they But Mike barely happened. knew who he was. I feel like you have to be like Who Banksy almost, was? No, Mike barely knew who Winona Ryder was. Like didn't know but like that much of what she was in. Ugh, that's just I don't Mike's think she's going to be long-term iconic. I think Winona Ryder as she is a 90s icon, but on the total yeah. global icon scale in reality I don't Not think huge. She's a five. I think she's yeah. really more like a If we're recalibrating this, she's, scale, a, she's two. Like a 2, 3, 2 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Cohen I think he could be a five. We have yeah. to see. We have to Maybe. see what happens with yeah. him. He's transformed reality TV. I would give yeah. him a six. We have to see what happens with him. Anyway. <laughs> we have so many new scales. Britney Spears. She's Big like, icon. I think she's like a nine. Yeah. She's yeah. iconic. Yeah. Hillary Swank. <laughs> not us on the scale. Not, a, uh, not an icon. Amazing Why would actress. Swank not an icon. <laughs> she's in Meryl good Streep. Okay. Meryl Streep. That, that's just, like she's nine. just an actress. Good actress. Not an icon. You but are Meryl not Street. an icon. <laughs> but Meryl Streep is an icon. She's like an icon. Yeah, Meryl. Totally. What about Lindsay Lohan? No. Not an icon. So Karen Huger is an icon, but Lindsay Lohan no, is I not? Think Lindsay, no, I think Lindsay Lohan could be. I think Lindsay Lohan's like a two or three. Karen Huger isn't actually an icon. Karen, <laughs> I'm just saying people. <laughs> okay, like She has iconic moments in the Bravo world. If we're talking of the just the Bravo universe, like the BCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that Karen Huger is an icon in the Bravo universe. But if we're talking like the universal scale. Bravo has its own scale. Right. Okay. So an icon is defined as a person or thing widely admired, especially for having great influence or significance in a particular sphere. In a sphere. Yes. In a particular sphere. Okay. That makes sense. Like Karen Huger is iconic (laughs) in the Bravo sphere. (laughs) They have a strong depth of significance as well as they generate strong responses that people are identified with or against. They are a person who is well known and who people look up to. Definitely. Like, okay, Beyonce is iconic in the celebrity and music. You could be bad iconic. Gaga. (laughs) Iconic. So it's like you have to get, you have to generate strong opinions. Is that what makes you an icon? Just have to be very, very, very More famous and make an impact in a way of people's like Im- opinions, influence. Like she has like, yeah, she like spoke. She speaks for like LGBTQ community. Like she does like a lot of different stuff. Gaga, that Gaga. The, funny, <laughs> the funniest is Kanye. The, do you ever watch that clip that Kanye does about Lady Gaga? That Gaga. I don't know many. I don't know her music. You, did you see that one? Oh my it's God, sounding so- familiar, actually. I also think there's something about uh, like iconicness is it is more than just they have a, mo- a a year or a moment or five years. They have phases of their career that your grandchildren are, will know who they are. Maybe yes, but also I don't know if our grandchildren are going to know who Winona Ryder is. So you might be undermining your point. Well, with that's that. why she's low on the icon scale, right? But it's more about like them having like evolutions in their being of a public figure that are multiple good evolutions. Like you can't be a one hit wonder. They have to remain relevant for a while. Okay. And like, which Winona was like iconic for the sphere of the eighties and the nineties. And the fact she got this massive role is pretty cool for her. She, I I watched this interview of her talking about Netflix, stranger things. And she was, which I thought was actually a cool uh, perspective. She was like, I never, you know, had this type of fame before. Like I was in really big movies, but the fact that I'm in this show that's like in people's like living rooms, it like I have this different personal connection. Like my character is a different personal connection with people. Whereas in, before I would be in movie theaters 
And like right. somebody would have like one, like one time connection with me and then they'd leave the movie. But they're constantly watching and they're watching in a living room and they're watching with their families. It's like a different type of connection, which I thought is like very interesting perspective about like TV streaming. Yeah. Or the yeah. new nature of fame. Also, you can follow someone on Instagram, which makes you yeah. feel like you're more connected to them. Also, all these kids from Stranger Things have like 50 million Instagram followers. So I think it gives you a like a new sense of, oh, I see this person. They're in this person's part of my life. Yeah. I see their updates. They're like, I'm connected to them, which obviously when, when Winona Ryder was in movies was not the case. All right. I'm going to ask one more question and then I think we can wrap up. Who is more iconic, Kanye West or Kim Kardashian? Kim. Kim Kardashian. I kind of agree. I think Kanye could have been, but some of the moves that he made in the past two or three years outside of music and art getting into like the political sphere. Like, I don't think those were, those were good moves. I think a lot of people sort of messed up his track record as an artist. Just because he's less iconic, does it make him less talented? Oh, of course. Yeah. He's more talented. hundred percent. By a long shot. And like he's his early, like a lot of his early music is so, so definitely more talented. And also just like his, a lot of his business moves, like the, like Yeezy sneakers and all of that, like big, but I don't think you need to be talented to be an icon. Kim's influence. She's one of the most, she's an influencer. Um, Kanye is is her influencer, which is kind of interesting, but protege. Yeah. No, no, the other way around. She's his protege. Like he influences her like all this nude stuff, like not like all the nude colors. I mean, like how she just did a beat, like her whole brand, like she just did a Beats by Dre, a Beats um, collab, and it's all just like nude colors. And like that was all Kanye's idea, basically. So in that sense, it's kind of interesting to think about who's more influential because he influenced her. She's like co-opted his influence to make it her own. more influential to the people than yeah. he is to the people. I think it's probably about equally likely that our grandchildren will know both their names. I think. Our grandchildren, yeah. We'll know both of them. I think Kim will be more, well, it has made a bigger splash. Either way, they both have North. Like, North is both of their child. True. So so it's kind of like, why would one be less? Because Kanye's not going to stop doing interesting things that can continue to elevate the way people think about him or do the opposite. Same with Kim. But I think, honestly, both of them have, like, equal potential staying power. Yeah, but she's more iconic. Today. Who are we sending to? Yes, today. Who's, who are we sending to the Cayman Islands? Are we sending Brad Pitt, Kanye? What do we What do we feel like? Um, I think, I kind of think we have to send Brad Pitt, especially if he's really dating Amrata. That's okay. true. He could use a few weeks selling timeshares <laughs> in the Cayman Islands to humble him. I'd like him. to see it. Yes, flying Delta Comfort Plus. <laughs> I would love to see it. Anyway, all right. Well, that's our episode. That's it for this week's Epet Just Podcast. You can follow me at Aileen. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. And I'm at Sammy. Please rate, review, and follow the show on Apple or Spotify. And we'll talk to you next week on the At Betches Podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.